I V M. Good morning, Dash. Hello, Bunny. How are you? I'm good and happy Republic Day to you. Sure, you too, sweetie pie. How's it been? It's been a while since we recorded. Let's do a small catch up, shall we? Yes, it has been a while. We've had some scheduling conflicts. Um, both of us have been busy with work and yes, we have a life. life actually, life, life, life has been happening. Yes, and uh, so we're sorry, but we also not that sorry because I mean it was out of our control. Yeah, but what have you been up to? Give me the goss. How's your uh, time been? Uh, how's work oh, been going? Oh, in the two in the two weeks that we haven't recorded, work's been really yeah. busy. We, um. I don't know how many people would be interested or aware, but this is kind of a really big uh, and like a good agricultural season right now because um, certain crops and certain trade has picked up in this time. So sugar mainly because, uh, you know, states in India will keep crushing cane till about March. So you're going to have a decent amount of production rolling in. And obviously it's a large export campaign that the country has lined up. Then we're also seeing a lot of new avenues and new countries open up for other exports that usually didn't happen from India, namely like maize, um, rice. Hopefully, they'll open it up for wheat as well. So uh, this it's looking like a good season in terms of agro commodities being exported nice. from India, which is good. Nice. So it's really busy at work, and um, yeah, haven't been doing anything else. Been working out. Party, party, kar uh <laughs> I did go out like to a bar for the first Good time. Good now. It's all about balance because you're working hard. I want you to enjoy your life also. Yeah, but like enjoyment for the last like 8-9 months has obviously been at home, very yeah. at home. So yeah. last week was the first time I actually went out to a bar. It was a rooftop bar. We were feeling like oh it's rooftop so it's fine. Like there's there's space, there's air. Um and I guess those are the things that you say to yourself to make it better so you feel better about it but it it was a lot of fun like even if even though there was a curfew at the end of it and it, you had a time to wrap up which by the way I really like it's liked. so good I love that like I don't I want curfew that. to ever leave like I, I want <laughs> to be told that at eleven thirty you simply must leave and go home yeah. yeah and I'm like yeah it's done so you you don't land up spending or overindulging um and the next day is not ruined Exactly, I agree with you. That's so okay. it was good. I like, I enjoy this curtailing of my rights. Curtail them. I don't have any self-control. Lol. Uh, were there lots of people at said bar or was it like... Uh, I would say it? that it was lots in terms of not having seen people at a social establishment or like a place outside. It was kind of like... Where oh did you go? So Maybe this place will uh, send us free beverages. Next no, I don't think so. Oh. We went, yeah, yeah, so, um, but it wasn't like packed, it wasn't crowded, like, which felt a little bit sad because you were out on a Friday night and you were like, oh, there's not so many people, which is good, but um, kind of in a way you maybe miss the fervor of her. Yes, yes, I'm with you. Anyway, it was just nice for the first time in so long to go out to a bar and to be like, wow, may I have a beverage? Um, And... um, so work's been busy. You went to a bar. 
you and I didn't meet for two weeks, which is also sad. That was sad. Um, that was sad. Um, but I saw you last night and hugged you, so I felt better. Um, and how was your last two weeks? Again, no busy only like you. I was also working, mm. not partying, but I partied one time when we wrapped the shoot. So um, just to commemorate this for myself and my listeners, I can't talk about the project, but I did something mad cool for the first time ever. Mm. I uh, dipped my toe into a new form of performance. Um, and we eagerly of, await when we the release get to see it. of yeah. this on OTT platform, but which yeah, rhymes with, with bad flicks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That was so secretive. Um but that's that's so exciting and yeah uh, so i didn't flirt with any boys also there just want to say you that's not exciting I, I know i was working so hard it felt like i was giving my board exams again so i was just like studying and then waking up and going and giving the paper didn't have time to like uh, ask cute boy for pen or pencil also <laughs> oh my god that was such a bad joke so bad I loved it and so thinly veiled when you like lean into the camera and wink no but yeah um, but I'm I'm glad that Jan has started off in this like really busy um intense way you're on nothing almost Yeah. yeah 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 it's it's nice to have that hustle and bustle and wake up in the morning knowing that you have a full schedule and you have a full day and it's gonna be like I mean I've missed that I have yeah, totally yeah, missed yeah. it. So um, I'm sure I'll be exhausted come March. But for this first couple of weeks of the year, it, it always feels really good to yeah. start it out in a really, I think, in an intense way. Hey, great. Yeah. All right, then. I just wanted to catch up also a little bit. Every time I start the topic, I thought it's nice. Let's just chit-chat first. Of course. And I've also realized that our titles have the theme in it. Exactly. We don't really have to. (laughs) Um, But today it does feel a little bit special because we are recording on, um, you know, Republic Day. And uh, we thought that the topic obviously would, the topic was given to us. As you know, we usually struggle. Yeah, we usually struggle. But then when we realized that Tuesday was a day we could both record, we looked at the calendar and we were like, hold on. This is like the nation is giving us the topic. The nation wants to be on Agla Station Adulthood. Exactly. And uh, the more we thought about it, the more we realized that this is actually super important, super pertinent. Um, if you're a young adult in your any in, I think if you're above the age of 18, basically, in terms of uh, you count as a vote, you count as a person, you count as a actor. A voice? A voice, exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, of course, Bharat Mata Ki Jai, great, proud Indians. Um, <laughs> I'd just like to say this episode will be serious, peppered with comedy in the middle. Hmm. Ritasha is going through a comic phase. No, but I think even talking about our country is is exactly like that. It's It's serious, but it's peppered with a lot of like, can you believe this is actually happening in our country? You um, can't make this up. <laughs> you can't. You really can't. But it's um, that's not to say that this episode is going to be some sort of like long diatribe against the country and against this and against that. It's oh just, no, I love India. 
yeah, this is a conversation I think that's really important in general because I think, and I think sometimes Tash agrees with me, is that as you grow up, one of the responsibilities you have as an adult is also to be a conscious like citizen, citizen via your, of society. Yeah, via the community around you. And yeah. obviously, if you are engaged with the community around you, that has a ripple effect. And just by association, you are involved with the way that society around you is going to progress. And uh, by that same extension, your country. So I know it's yeah. like a long shot, but I think it starts there. And this age is that age that you should kind of be a little bit more aware. But yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's let's get into that then you can make your jokes along the way ready to joke i love Let's, to joke uh dive dive right in i'll ask you a basic question like oh shit oh shit i'm scared already she just relax so like in my building they always raise, hoist the flag twice correct a correct correct right independence on republic and, republic. Day and independence day so today yeah, they yeah. hoisted the flag and um, my dad woke up in the morning. He was like, "Oh, we should go down, and we should." You and know, then you got jalebi that. and fafra and all. Also, is that today? <laughs> we get that on Independence Day. But today also some some prashad or something. Snakes came. have come. Noise. Yeah, and it wasn't about that. But I was just like, you know what? Fine. It's it doesn't take anything out of my time. And sure, if it's about this little act that everyone likes to do in the building, and my building is full of old people, so they're like very like. Let's Into go. it, sweet, yeah. Sweet. Um, but yeah, so I started my day with going down to watch this flag hoisting, singing the national anthem, and all of that. And so, did you feel anything when you woke up? Like, did you feel like, oh, you know what the day is? Does it sometimes weigh on you in any way, or do you? Does it cross your mind? Like these days, like say a Republic Day, Independence Day, Gandhi Jayanti, these kind of big national days. Um. So last yesterday, I've forgotten completely that tomorrow is Republic Day. Till we drove, I drove past Mantrale and it was lit and everything was lit. There was Nakabandi every day. I was like, wait a minute, what's going Oh, kal 26 January. We were in the car together going to a friend's house and we have had this realization together. Like, why are there so many cops? And then you're like, uh-oh, batti. It's 26 January. Exactly. So, um, no, I don't often think about... It's okay. No, uh, how do I package this in a nice way, articulate it? But basically... No, I, in, initially it was about, oh, okay, TK, you get a day off or you go to school, it's a half day, that kind yeah, of yeah, joy. Yeah, 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 for so sure. So all that joy was there. Now it's more like, oh, it's a public holiday. My parents will be home lovely. I can hang out with them. Yeah. But what has happened and has changed with me personally, and I would say this is recently, honestly, about the last year or so, around Independence Day, or not even around it, but just the topic surrounding it, I've met more people whose families have personally had partition stories mm. so to hear about those things it's whenever I guess the idea of independence day rolls around I do somewhere like there is more empathy to what that might have been like just the human angle of it the human stories the relationship the history absolutely but the human side of the history but I'm always stirred by yeah, what yeah, yeah, the yeah. people must have experienced, felt, uh, how it must have affected families, lovers, parents, children, um, that kind of stuff I I like to think about. Yeah, no, and I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't think our country still gotten over it. And I think we discussed this 
we've discussed it. We said that we have a colonial hangover. And oh, that is to there only, but also so we the have trauma of partition. We, 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 we said that. We've discussed it. And I thought it was a very wise thing that came from this show. <laughs> One no, of the but few. like, um, I think like for that, if I look at it now from like the authorities of a country should care for its people, I to feel there should be some program also to help people cope with the trauma of partition if they are still... Not they didn't... Just, you know, we're carrying that with us internally, whether we like it ways. or not. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's affected so much of our policy. It's affected the way that people engage with each other. And it's affected so much of our perception of communities, right? Like what you think of a community, what that community thinks of you. It's this whole... Um, it all came from there. It, it really did stem from there. And... Yeah, we've discussed it and it's true. And we've not been able to get our people to a place where we're all okay with what happened. Because obviously, first of all, no one is okay with how it happened because we're still at quote-unquote war with our neighbors, right? Like it's not some sort of hunky-dory situation. Oh yeah, Uh, I heard recently you can't send a courier next door. Yeah, I mean, I bet the... We're always at a state. Now, I think for the last two years, we've been at a state of heightened security and travel is restricted and everything. That's nuts when you actually think about it, no? Because there's a large mass of land and then suddenly people are like, no, we're going to wreck this part. That's yours, that's ours. It's nuts. And I don't think about it often enough because we are so removed from it. But the minute you start thinking about it, you spiral. And then the next thing you realize you're sitting there like, you know, an hour and a half into some sort of research or some article or some video. And you're just like, I cannot believe that this is the history. That's like my history, my country's history, my society's collective history is this. Like it was so bloodied and it was so uh, traumatizing. And, and done what to it's us. done, yeah. Yeah. Like, say, say. Correct. No, oh, and no. what it's inflicted on us now, like that you are still dealing with this, sorry, but shit, day in and day out, it's affecting the narrative, it's affecting policies, it's affecting the people that come to power or lose power, whatever it is. It's just this... <sighs> anyway. Yeah, and then you go back, and I at least do think sometimes, about like thousands of years ago, maybe. Like, what was it like when we didn't have this trauma, when our problems were not like this, when we were not pointing fingers at neighbors and other people? What was that? I don't know. I really do believe, and this is again me being a spiritual being. Mm. I feel like India is a land of spirituality. The whole of Asia probably is like this Eastern philosophy, Eastern magic. It exists, I feel, in the very land and soul of the country. But it's fully lost. And I don't know what it is. It, it's, I have no solutions. I have no... I just have the feeling which is I want to share. It makes me sad. Okay, I don't know what... Uh, I don't know where we're headed. You know, I mean... It's definitely a question I think you land up asking yourself because sometimes, you know, you read you read something or you suddenly become aware of something and you're like is this now what we have to deal with? Is this a new reality? Is this a new thing? Or what, And this is not to make, not going to get into that, but what you're saying is right. It's like somewhere along the way we've lost. Actually, no, I, I don't think we've lost like our spiritual connection. And I don't think we've lost what made, there are definitely people and um, practices that keep us deeply connected with the spirituality. I think that's 
very inherently Indian or what we think is kind of associated with I India? I want to say it's... Now I might be getting into murky territory here. That's okay. But that spirituality has come, I think, second or third now and organized religion... Mm, that's where I was going with it, yeah. ...taken the frontest of front seats. And that's a problem. Because we've confused it, we've we've switched the two. We've decided to take, even if some of the religions had spirituality associated with them, we've decided to take the practices and perhaps the worst practices of all the religions and put them at the forefront and decided that the the natural, more organic parts of them are not so important and not so worth um, revisiting. With when in fact that's the parts of your faith that you should be connecting with. Um, but I think we're talking in like, you know, as per usual on the surface. Oh, no, sorry. It's just because I'm scared. I'll just tell our listeners yeah. as it is. I can't name a religion. I can't name anyone in power. I can't name anything. I can't name anyone. I can't name. I can't name. So if you all can understand the feelings, because recently I've come out of this shoot also, and mm. the rules of censorship, the fear people have, you say one wrong thing and it's a problem. No, it definitely is. I mean, I'm not a fame, like I'm, I'm saying you're at a different level because your uh, job is very rooted with your personal image. But I'm saying even as a private citizen who has say a public platform, like even if you have an open Twitter or an open Instagram, you have yeah. to be so careful about the way Absolutely. that you say things. Absolutely. I, I do firmly believe one thing, which is if you... If you have a belief or you have an opinion that's founded in some sort of fact or some sort of research or some sort of like has a basis and is rooted in reality, you should still give your opinion. You should still have it. Don't be, and this is so much easier said than done because obviously there are very clear examples of people who have exercised their right of free speech and have been um, you know, persecuted for that. But if we all start stop and we start towing this line of like, oh, we can't, we can't, we're just, instead of moving forward, we're just going to keep moving back. So in the most respectful way, in the most factual way, and in the most like responsible way, you shouldn't have to censor yourself at all. But the reality is that you still yeah. have to. So... Let's take a break at this point and we'll come back to the conversation. All right. Welcome back to Agla Station Adulthood. Republic Day edition. Yeah. Kya bolti Republic? Um, okay. So, so we've, we've discussed all this stuff that kind of leaves us feeling a little bit burdened. But I, I do want to get into why we wanted to talk about this today is because um at this age that you and I are at this 28 29 we are now tax paying citizens of this country we um you know we we try our very best to be responsible about our surroundings so even if it's something as basic as like not littering not breaking a traffic light not uh you know following the rules and norms that are around you you're trying every day you're trying to be better than the person that you criticize right that's that's a fair assumption i think we can make um and for the and most, if you are not please get out 
Yeah, like this basic stuff we've said it many times. If you don't follow basic traffic rules, don't listen. Get out Go. of here. Um, but having said that, we do. We you know you do that. But how do you remain a engaged uh, citizen? Like, is is that something that you think is also a responsibility of a young adult? Given that we have thousand other responsibilities these days, <laughs> you can't just look away from the question. <laughs> This is the time Rita should start looking elsewhere because she cannot bear the burden of information. Um, so with time and age, I'm realizing I am a person who can engage one on one with a person. Hmm. Like if somebody wants to share with me that this is happening and I feel this way about it and I can ask questions. Oh, so then who said this? Who said that? So then the government is doing this. Acha journalists are saying that. Oh, the people are saying this. That way, I'm happy to engage, happy to talk to one, two friends. Right. Tell me to go on Twitter and read. Tell me to open paper and read. Tell me to watch news channel and no, 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 no. It ruins my mental peace, which is already fragile and bare minimum. <laughs> so, Matthew, um, it's a Hindi saying, "Ah, bell, mujhe maar, mat maro, mujhe." When I really feel like, okay, now I'm getting too out of touch, I will I'll ask Ayushik what's happening. She sends me like a message like, so, uh, Bunny, give me How an update on this now. How do we feel about How this? How do we feel? Because I can't ask my father, it will be response. And that trauma is also still there from those days of like the family politics uh, trauma. I'm still now... Uh, afraid it's still like trauma in my house to again like get go down that route but we so discussed it I think I'm... last season we we uh we discussed it when we did that when we did our episode on the CA and RC issue yeah, yeah, and it's been a Andre year. yeah Andre had uh, joined us for that which I thought was a really good episode you should if you're listening <laughs> replug um I need we, to replug it <laughs> But we discussed it uh, back then, which was how a lot of people shy away from talking about politics or getting involved with politics because it causes a rift or it causes stress at home or it causes stress in your social group or friends group or at work. And these are kind of some parts of your life, like you said, that you would like to maintain peace because you just cannot mentally or physically handle any more stress. Yeah. How much stress can a person deal with? And if you live in close quarters with your family and you don't have a choice about that, it's very difficult for you to start and, you know, engage in a constant everyday debate. Like you might say that that's the, um, the, you know, like, so what? You can you can disagree. And of course, you can disagree. But do you want it to be an everyday thing? I'm sorry, but there there are families that we know of where people don't agree on a lot of things and it causes a lot of stress and pressure on the person. So. Um, I think that goes, it connects to what we're talking about because it is hard to remain socially and politically aware constantly given the fact that, A, I think we're we're at odds with the media. And I, I don't mean to say this like, oh, one media is biased and uh, that's fact. But I'm saying it more out of like the sources of information that come to us are so incredibly aggressive and violent and... Um, almost potentially like, not even authentic. Or, oh yeah, like there's a hundred percent biased. Of, 
And then you have to like, like, you know, literally scrap your way through the information, trying to understand whether this is this is only right wing, whether this is too left wing, what is the center here? What's actually like you said, what's the government saying? What what are journalists saying? What are the people saying? Like You have to now sort through three different voices. Then in that three, there are subsects of oh, yeah. whether it's right, left, center again. Where is it? Is it a national source? Is it an international commentary? Like. It's exhausting. And as somebody who tries to keep up also, you're right. I am exhausted on a daily basis. I am exhausted at the... I'm yawning just thinking about all this. (laughs) Sorry. But just imagine, like, if you want to, like, even if you want to remain engaged and you want to remain aware and responsible, it's not easy. And somebody has said that, oh, if you are privileged, it's easy for you to take it. I would like to acknowledge that also in this moment. Privilege acknowledge Kia cannot be 100% invested in all of these, just in terms of knowing. But then it's like, a privilege ke saath, how do you step in and help? I'm not saying you can sit and change society or change the country by just reading or just being aware or just talking to five woke friends about it and tweeting about it. Sorry. 100%. That 10 times over. That. Sorry. Go actually like make a change in your everyday life with the people who you can help out in whatever way on a personal level or at a company level. If you have a company which has some kind of outreach programs, employees, you can help on that level. Start conversations with office uh, like colleagues, like whatever. I, I, I really just am so angry with everybody who's just taking to the Internet to be angry. And that's it. And I, I also think it's like, um, again, I think this is something that we've said before, but it is worth revisiting is that your social media community and your presence is very curated. You will oh, yeah. only go with the people that you agree with. And then the people that follow you usually are people that they agree with. And it's just like everyone is just patting each other on the back. It's a big circle. Yeah. It's a massage yeah. circle. Yeah. So when you, when you have... and this may sound like I'm contradicting myself when I just said that you're allowed to have your opinion and voice it. That's, I stand by that. But what you just said is just that you're speaking into the same void of the same five, 10 people. You're not actually changing anything. You're in fact, just regurgitating the same information. You're like, well, I read this this," and it's the same thing. Not nothing. No one's um, view has been expanded. No one's uh, knowledge has actually been like, refined it hasn't been added to it hasn't been updated it's just the same thing but and and so I think the right right way no but whatever one way of approaching is like you said is have the conversation in the larger circles around you like at office it's a difficult conversation to bring up politics but that's where you have certain amounts of change or like even in your communities where like small issues maybe it's not even about the policy but it's about like say Today, an ideology of sexism and patriarchy. That's also, by the way, a very political thing. And it's something that you can you can actually tackle in your home. You can tackle in your friends group. You can tackle at, at work where these ideas, these outdated ideas that we have of, say, religion or the patriarchy or like what women are expected or can or cannot do. Those are the things that you can actually discuss and change someone's mind about. And yeah. that's what we should be focusing on because these things that we see as secondary issues to discuss are very, very, very important. 
absolutely and i think also the the whole attitude of like oh i want to fight and prove my point i don't think it's ever going to work because as soon as somebody who has a different opinion from you hears you coming at them with this aggression they've tuned out 100% they are not listening to you and it's uh, and you can you can write as eloquently as you want and you can have um an educated opinion which is good because that is of course the future of india it is educated people making um you know decisions and having opinions based on their information and based on some sort of factual uh understanding of a situation i fully believe that that is the future of the country so like don't stop um in that respect but like you just said like if you're going to come at someone with aggression if you're going to come at them with um oh hey you're wrong i'm right listen yeah. to me oh hey you're stupid how dare you not know oh, you i don't okay? know this uh, or you're no. in- and having singular opinions doesn't make you representative of an entire group um you know because also now it's important to acknowledge that experiences are different Exactly. So with a, in a country of 1.3 billion or 1.4 billion people each person's lived experience is different and there's anyway a word also for was it like sonder 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 rhyme i'm just like making shit up now there's a really nice word hmm. uh which describes that every person's uh, um living a very complicated yeah sonder the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own so now let's extend this to the experience of the country to the experience of politics to the experience of governance to the experience of privilege opportunity education gender religion extend this to all of these things because we are such a diverse country and there's so much of this sonder going on in 1.4 billion people ki you can't ever it is never going to be one size fits all for us it's going to at be at all at all and i think the this is these are those these are the drawbacks of thing of concepts like democracy because at the end of the day we have prescribed to this which is the it is the best form of governments governance that we have um world over so at no point am i retracting from that at all but then this is the stuff that comes with democracies that sometimes you're not going to agree with everyone that you're not going to have your opinion be on the front stage because that's just the way it goes and this sonder thing that you're talking about is the reason why you have these decisions being made because you don't know what someone else's everyday experience and lived reality is you just know yours and we are so quick to assume that just because ours comes from a place of privilege or we have the, had the backing of even like a basic privilege like education because you have education on your side we just automatically assume that you know what's best you know what's right and what you've read is the gospel yeah um and i think that's sometimes what stops us from being as unified as we should be you know to put it in a very basic way is just because within the same city within the same area for example there is so much othering and it's purely because of the amount of disparity that exists yeah. across the spectrum of course so next to a fancy building we have sh- shanties and these people are pointing at each other we hate you cuz you're poor you hate us cuz we're rich 
putting it down to the basic cost of it absolutely you're talking about financial differences then you get into maybe religious differences you get into communal differences you within a religion you get just, into sect sect wise differences layer I on mean, layer yeah it is a trifle of pain <laughs> even <laughs> india's in even the country has a trifle of pain last i mean we've discussed it 75 years yeah dating history but we also have it each each year has been a layer of we didn't get it right <laughs> we didn't get it right yeah we didn't. and it is 70 years of this but um to kind of anchor us back to um the reason we wanted to talk about it though is that even though you said that you know media comes at us very it's it's a lot to process the stress the the the, the trauma it sometimes bring not to use that word lightly but sometimes the news is traumatic um and you start either you become desensitized to it where you're like this just doesn't phase me anymore it doesn't bother me this is just every day like when you and it's horrible but it's usually like violence against women that everyone becomes desensitized towards um or then you just become uh you've accepted it you're like yeah but this is how it's going to be like with this uh, state this is how it's going to be with this government this is how it's going to be with this party it's going to be like this but what happens in all of that is you slowly and sometimes even unconsciously just start removing yourself from politics and from policy where you're kind of like it's happening it doesn't matter it's happening it doesn't matter but what i kind of wanted to remind or kind of bring to everyone's notice is that the smallest of decisions whether they're taken at taken at a municipal state or central level at some point are going to have a trickle down effect on your life and your life or your livelihood or your community or um the locality in which you live and i'm not saying that you will be able to change it overnight by being aware of it but understanding why certain things are happening is kind of important and dare i say your responsibility as an adult yeah and i know that's a lot to say i know i i understand that that's a lot to put on people it's because it's part of yeah i mean dude my i'm saying i include myself in this telling off thing like i'm telling myself off as well that you have a responsibility to to just to engage with the news that you don't like as well and decisions that happen around you just because you don't agree with them or you don't like them doesn't mean that you don't understand why they're happening because then you've just rejected something prima facie you know are you speaking latin now no but i mean do you at least understand my point that's kind of what no, i'm of trying course. to get at i i understand it um but uh see my only thing is ki constantly hum kaam kare paise kamaye like je ya ye kare like for Correct. the normal person the hustle is so big for example in a in a city like bombay to survive like 100% of course where do you we have, have said this thousand times yeah. you have the privilege to shout on twitter you yeah. have the time and the bandwidth to have these conversations and send the forward then read this article and read that yeah, yeah. everyone around you has so many more responsibilities so you find one friend who you think is like th isne padha hoga and you just ask them like how i ask aishi but after that kya correct um i'd like to start a petition 
So no, okay. If honestly, though speaking of petitions, I don't, I don't know what to do now. This Justice Pushpa hmm. has decided that uh, skin to skin groping is the only thing that counts, and I'm like, excuse no, me. The the see, my God, my when the minute you try to say the whole sentence, it sounds like trigger you're on warning. The side of we are that. talking about. Uh, oh no, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't going to say assault. trigger warning, though. I guess you should. I completely a hundred percent disagree with her, but that thing yeah. I said, skin on skin counts as sexual assault. If Only skin, no on skin, skin on skin, it counts as uh, molestation. molestation. Yeah, and Which so the is charges of that is sexual assault. Hundred percent, a hundred thousand trillion percent. It's it's it all starts with sexual. the eyes. Ogling is sexual assault. Me, inko kaise samjhau? So now when and something like this happens, your blood boils because you're just like. No, and literally you're sitting at your desk reading this and my hand has turned into a claw. Like it has just turned into a fist of anger. And you're like, I yeah. want to break something. I want to break yeah. someone's effing face because how yeah. how is this something that we are still discussing? And the reasoning is, and it's so sad, but I was watching this op-ed guy, this person who's pretty reputed journalist who was going through this judgment and verdict. And he was saying because... the amount of cases that people will file under sexual assault will not be able to be processed by a court in a timely fashion because but that's we, anyway nothing is being processed in a timely fashion i was reading i was reading this and being like what what it took you like 10 years to f- get one rape case out of the way like that's anyway it takes you this long now you're complaining about that as well but then you go into the thing that it's like oh the judiciary is inadequately staffed you aren't uh, you don't have enough um you know uh, consorted teams for violence against women and children or minorities again special courts special appeal processes are set up and they say that in the paper every time some big rape happens i can't believe i've just said every time a big rape happens but that's a fucking reality and then it just peters out and that it doesn't ever follow through and that appeal process didn't get um, you know sanctified and it isn't very easy and now you're stuck again and this is why this is happening and you have people judges apparently who have the mentality that this doesn't count now what do you do what do you do your sister works with an organization that is trying to educate people and companies about poxo and about uh, how sexual abuse starts at home and how it's our responsibility to catch it at at this time catch predators at that very basic level to apprehend them right then to teach children about safety and what is sexual violence and what is what is okay and what is not okay yeah but is anyone actually talking about that now no we're just sharing the same one article from that instagram account again and again and again and again and i don't know whether to be mad or whether to be like i guess people are so unable to think of what to do next that the only thing they can think of doing is sharing this one post I am also like what so I'm honestly thinking do we start a petition I don't know how it works legally can, can you start a petition get a, a lot of people to sign it because now the high court has said this, said this to who do you even contest it against you can no, so I think you can you can file a petition against a high court ruling you should tell natasha actually her as in for sakshi to sa- start it and then for us to all in terms sign of like it. yeah to to um distribute it and get people to sign on that that would be something that we could definitely do to help definitely this is something we can sign for sure i'm going to ask after we wrap right, up right we have today. just gone but this this is this is the thing right you 
you don't know and you get stuck. You see things that are happening around you and you are riled up and you don't know what to do. So immediately you decide none of this is worth it. It's not worth my stress. So I'm just going to remove myself from it. And I think all I want to say from this episode is kind of like, it's hard. It's exhausting. But you live here. This is your house. This is your home. And just how much you would care about what goes on inside your, the four walls of your home, you have to care about what's going on inside your country. You just have to. If you're so privileged that you don't care about, that it does, that nothing of what happens bothers you, then you're lucky. You're very, yeah. very lucky. Then just uh, keep donating money to good causes till then. Yeah. I mean, if out of do guilt, if nothing else, least. do that much. But I think there's very few people who can say that, that nothing of what happens is going to affect them at some point. It's just that you choose not to know how it's affecting you, by the way. Every single decision, law, community guideline, it is going to affect your life. And if it doesn't affect you directly, it affects your neighbor. And that's, he's your neighbor. You should care. But yeah. Have you seen my neighbors? <laughs> Very noisy. <laughs> Very noisy, anyway. <laughs> but, to put it politely, um, having said that, maybe we can, I don't know, I thought that maybe we could have wrapped on a more positive. No, sorry, this topic is only too intense. And like positive is what in this? That the, the road is long, but we yeah. are all together. Yeah, but I mean, the positive thing to say is that if you want to count this country as in just like modern India, we've only had like 70 something years at this. Yeah, it's too fresh. There's a long how, way to How go. have you just yawned like this in the middle? <laughs> um, I'm still recovering from my shoot. Sorry, tired. Um, no, but we have if at any point I think you get dejected or you feel like this is not worth caring about, it's just nothing's ever going to change, nothing's going to get it right. I mean, look, we're only 70 years in and 70 years is one person's lifetime, not even. It's not not even even one person's lifetime. So if your country is just as old as... Yeah, exactly. We're going to have an amazing female prime minister. We're going to have an amazing representation of all genders in the uh, Rajya Sabha. Um, it's going to happen. happen. Lok Sabha also. I'm going to manifest these things. If nothing, I'm going to start manifesting. I think if for me, like the basic one starts at treating everyone as an equal. And for me, specifically, that starts with violence and equality when it comes to women's rights. And, and uh, other genders also. Like yes, of course. But yes. I, I would, sure, sorry, the better way to say that is all genders um all orientations included uh that's kind of something that matters to me the most and like that resonates with me very personally obviously as i think it does with most women and people on the spectrum yeah it's Hybrid. these boys <laughs> anyway um so yeah uh there's no getting around there's no way getting around it you need to be more aware of what's happening around you I wish there was an easier answer, but there isn't. We've said it before. I think we're going to keep saying it. At least I'll keep saying it. You have a responsibility to be a good citizen. You have a responsibility to be a good community member. And you have a responsibility to be a good person. And that starts with you. It starts with your family. It starts with your work, your friends group. 
um, make those small changes to be more respectful to each other and towards different Just be communities. kind of, yeah. Yeah, you don't, like she said, you don't know what someone else's everyday experience is. So, you know, move with the assumption that their life is as trauma- like dramatically hard as yours. <laughs> um, on that note, happy Republic Day. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening and for the privilege of your time. And, uh, you know, it's a nice You know country. what to do. Yeah, it is. I love it. It's yeah. full of good I love people. It. it is. It really is. It's full of hilarious. It's all. It's, it's a lot of heart. Yeah. Diverse, passionate, happy people. When you walk out on the street, you don't see the psychoticness that is portrayed every single day. So find that joy and humanity even around you. It's not all bad. Yeah. All right, dears. You can find this podcast and other such fantastic content on ivmpodcast.com or at ivmpodcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. If you would like to find me personally, you can find me on Twitter at JustAyushi or on Instagram at AyushiA9. And you will find me only on Instagram at R-Y-T-A-S-H. Ciao!